where there's a will, there's a way. Quite literally, Will Tidwell, a younger gentleman. I, wasn't, I, wish, and I, I wish I didn't have this big heart. People just do nothing but hurt. Anybody can dream the dream. Anybody can have a goal, but see. You're gonna be a neighborhood hero. You just keep shining, young king. Well, man, uh, originally from Little Rock, Arkansas, actually, man, born and raised. Um, yeah, 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 for the, for the city. Um, um, I'm the owner of a company by the name of Speak Up Z, uh, LLC, man. And we do some really unique things where <clears throat> our whole mission, our whole goal is to just create really unique initiatives and programming um, aimed towards, like, the less fortunate, the youth. Uh, to just provide them with a better life, to provide them with resources, to provide them with um, opportunities. So, um, yeah, man, in a nutshell, that's, that's what I do. I've been doing it for about, um, going on about 10, uh, about 10 years and all, man. It's, it doesn't even seem like it's been that long that fast. But, yeah, going on 10 years, man, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah, so it's pretty much, you know, put some respect on that, you know. What really inspired me, you know, it's crazy you asked me that. Uh, I, I literally was just doing some uh, writing for it and, and speaking engagement. I got coming up for some kids. Um, and it kind of made me recall on this story uh, that I had after I did a speaking engagement once before, man. I had just did a speaking engagement and I killed it. Like, I, I did my thing. And um, I had all the kids just in tears pretty much, man, which was, was kind of rare because you don't usually see the kids crying. I, I made adults cry, but kids crying was a different thing. And um, one of the kids walked up to me afterwards, um, and he just started crying. He was just like, "Man," he was like, "Mr. Z," he was like, "He was like, why did my dad not want me?" He's like seven, six, you know, cute little voice, handsome little dude. Why did my dad not want me? And then he was like, "Um, like, why did he just leave me and my mom like that? Like, like, why would he leave us and, and make us struggle like that? Like, she always got to work. I always got to spend all this time with my grandmother, and you know." Amongst other reasons, but I think that encounter when I was like I was only like eighteen myself, nineteen years old myself, and, and having that encounter with that with that little man, it, it made me say, "Damn, these kids need me." Like, damn, I gotta cre keep creating stuff to know that I got their back, so they don't feel alone in this world. And and I think, and that's just one of the many encounters, one of the many stories. But I think that one probably stands out the most, and something I'll never forget. So so those type of experiences, hearing those type of stories, um, the things that I see, the things that I see in my own neighborhood, um, I, I just knew that I had to be one of those people that those kids and these people in my community could count on. You know what I mean? So um, just a, a personal responsibility, I guess you could say, is really what got me started in it and what's kept me going. Um, yeah. Wow, and as you just you, you feel a personal responsibility to 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 you know even when you don't feel like it it's the thing that makes you keep from quitting it's the thing that you know reminds you of why you started and i think if you don't have one of those things you will be you will be more you know um enticed to give up you know very easily but i think you have a reason you know what i mean yeah 
Yep. You know? Yep. 100%. Stuff. Now, I don't want to take it too personal, but usually when you, you know, are doing things in that realm, it's usually based on personal experience. Um, are you willing to share something, you know, that may have You good. I think you said, said that last part for me one more time. necessarily one of those kids that came from a a struggling family or I wasn't one of those kids that came from a super hard background growing up anyway I didn't I had two parents we had a nice home right I had warm meals I never really wanted for anything if we just being being honest but um first I'll say I had a relationship with my pops that was kind of a uh, complicated right kind of complicated kind of kind of um something that you know we had to work on over the years because he was one of those type of people where he he wasn't necessarily absent in my life but his presence wasn't always felt you ever heard that quote where he was present but his presence wasn't felt it was one of those things you know he was always just out doing his own thing and putting my mother through a lot of different things man and and, and i just watched that a lot growing up so I, i'll say for one even though he did teach me a lot of things that I, that I was fortunate to learn that a lot of young men didn't have from a, a male role model, right? I never take that for granted. But it was a but it was a whole lot of other things I wished that he could have talked about with me, that I could have came to him about, that I could have uh, communicated with him about, and he would have just been understanding, or at least you know just gave me the game on those things. And so when I start seeking my own mentorship, my own other you know male positive role models in my life that could do that for me, such as some of the programs I was in growing up. Um, I just saw how important that was because I get now why people beat in our heads that we got to get back to the mindset of having a village around our kids, around us as people, period. Because if Miss Annie can teach you this one thing and Mr. Paul can teach you another, you're getting so many different gems poured into you from all of these different places. You don't even understand how that's shaping you to become an amazing human being. And so I think for me, that lack that the lack thereof that I had in my own household in a lot of different areas made me go seek mentorship from other people and I saw how impactful it was for me. So for me it was like man knowing how important that is, I gotta go be that for somebody else. I gotta pour into them what I got, you know, and then hopefully somebody has somebody else positive like they can pour into them those things and the rest is history. You know what I mean? So um that's a small part of it, but I think that's the biggest part is that I, I, I went out there searching for the things that I didn't have at home. And I realized how many other people might be doing the exact same thing, right? How, how many other kids may be feeling the exact same way, but they'll never say it. And so, um, yeah, I got into it and, and I just love the feeling of giving back. You know, I think about my own person. Every time I'm serving a less fortunate individual, every time I'm giving to some, doing something with a kid, every time I'm, you know, putting my arm around that kid and talking to him about whatever the case may be, I think about when I wish I had that. I think about when I wish, you know, I didn't have to go through the things I went through. And I was like, damn, I can't give up. Going back to what we talked about earlier. So I think in a nutshell, you know, not to be too long-winded, I think that's really what got me into this game and, and why I never stopped. And it's uh, you were you waited until your cup was was full to start pouring. You didn't exactly. pour from an empty cup, as exactly. they say. Exactly. And that's respectable because you can't you can't really pour into other people when you're so when you're trying to heal or you're trying to, trying to 
to patch up certain parts exactly. of your life. You exactly. You figured out first, and you, you corrected that, and you exactly. seek answers for yourself first, exactly. and then pass that on. So I, that's really reprimandable. I guess that goes into the next question: Is how has your service to the community developed as a man? I'll say between the experiences I've had from doing the community work and then having a child of my own, between those two experiences, it grew me up tremendously. Because again, coming from a background, the family I did, it was all about me. I'm the baby of the family. I'm the I'm the baby boy of the family, right? It was all about me. Right? Like I was spoiled. You know what I'm saying? I had everything I wanted. I never wanted for nothing. To be real with you, you know, even I wasn't spoiled to the point where I was lazy or anything. I always knew how to go make money and hustle. That was never a problem, but I still was fortunate. But when things start to happen in your life where when I turned old enough, when I graduated from high school, I believe, and my parents separated, right? A fortunate, a series of unfortunate events led to my mother um, and my dad separating, my mom being homeless for a while. I was homeless for a while. That is another big part that led me to doing the community service work that I do. But um, when you start to realize it's not all about you, when you start to realize that life is so much bigger than you, that, that if you walking through life, thinking that it's all about you, thinking that that no one else matters, that nobody else is going through things, that you can't be a help to other people, something sooner or later is going to give you a wake-up call and realize that it is much more, it's, it's much bigger than you. It's much more important than just what you have to do. Um, and I think that's the biggest lesson I learned is that I, I, come from, I come from that background where it was all about me. I never had to worry to... <laughs> I had to fend for myself now. I had to figure things out for myself now. I had to um, grow up and I saw how many other people were dealing with their own situations. You'll be like, I'm really blessed. Why am I complaining about these minimal things that are going to work themselves out when there's people out here wishing they could have a life you have? Wishing they could, you know, be in the position that you're in. You know what I mean? And so um, I think that's the probably one of the biggest takeaways, the biggest lessons I've learned from that work and how it's transformed me as a man is that if you take care of others, man, God going to take care of you. You know, um, Absolutely. yeah. So I think that was one of the biggest things I'll say that that I really uh you know learned from it and and sticks with me day in and day out. I, just just not to be so selfish and not to just worry about me because every time I've given, every time I do something, like we're looking for nothing in return. Like you, you can speak to this. I'm sure y'all can. Like when you, every time you do something, not only do you feel amazing, but your blessings come back ten times over. Oh my god! You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like. Like if we're falling short or, if, or something, like it literally comes back to us tenfold exactly. every time. Exactly. Like a, do exactly. Exactly. Like, like, that's the best way to find yourself is yeah. to be of service to someone else. You know, that's the best way. So 100%. definitely, that's what's up. But but I, I don't know if you guys can agree with this or not. But it's it's almost like this space of community service has kind of become watered down in a way where people do it for all the wrong reasons now. Y'all right. y'all repeat that like. Yeah. People okay. out here doing things not so much because it's the right thing to do or because they care about these individuals, but here, let me take the picture. See what I did. Look what I did. Look how many people we helped. And, and, and it's like, I, I'm I'm glad that you're giving it back and you're doing these things. That's dope. But, man, I, I think it's more of a heart check you got to do, too, because y'all can attest to this, too. Like, they don't understand the hard work they're going to giving back and do. Man, that shit is hard. When you give, man, when you doing the event, you gotta, you gotta raise the money, pack the stuff, get the stuff out, get the sponsors, get the location. Like that stuff, hard as hell. Like you gotta really love this stuff. You gotta really love it. Real talk. And people don't realize, like it's a hundred percent you doing all of this. Luckily, I have a so thankful I have a partner, but you do 
hundred percent. Hundred percent. Even between even between you two, I'm sure still was like, what in the hell did we get into? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we doing? For sure, for sure, for sure. So just imagine, you know, me doing it by myself for a long time. You know what I mean? So I'm thankful now I got a super solid team around me, but for a long time it's just me. And so I, yeah, you you really gotta love this and you really gotta have a heart for this work, but you're gonna you gonna tap out every time, you know what I mean? So like you said, you really just have to have the passion for it, you yep. know, and know you're moving in the right direction, which um, actually leads us to our next question. So you kind of touched on it already, but mm-hmm. I just want to know, like, were there any other moments that kind of solidified for you? Like, this is it. I'm on the right path. I know this, this is exactly what my calling is. Yeah. yeah. Um, you ever heard that? You ever heard that saying where it says that? I hate to be all biblical and spiritual and all that, but like, have you ever heard that that piece about when you end up at a certain place in your life and you can't really recall how you got to that place of so many blessings and abundance? If you can't really recall how you got there, then you know that's God. And I think that was that for me. I didn't really remember, like, how did I get here to serving thousands of people? How did I get this title as a, a neighborhood hero, which I never even coined for myself? How did I how did I end up in this space where I get so happy by just knowing that this kid is going to go home that much better? Or I get so happy and knowing, man, I gave a job to somebody that, that literally was on the cusp of homelessness. Like, those type of feelings I get from that, and I didn't even understand how I got to that point. I knew it was God. I knew that's what I was meant to be doing because I could do it all day long and and that's one of the things that I would do, even if I didn't get paid to do it. And so I think that was that moment of, of for me when I got you just stand there one day, you just basking in your blessings like this ain't nobody but God. And so I think that was for me. You know, it's it's, it's really easy, really simple for me. Man. I, I could do it. It becomes easy, right? It becomes easy. Even when it's hard, it's easy. Like even when even yeah. when even when you want to give up, you might talk your shit and cuss out, cussing and be mad and all that. But you're going to come back and still do it. You ain't going to give up on nobody. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be like, this is bullshit. Let's go get a drink. Let's come back. You know what I'm saying? We're going to come back and finish this later. But you're going to still come back and finish it, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. And that's I, it. I will say I could definitely yeah. um, agree to that. Unfortunately, yeah. we had some moments. I'm already knowing. Like, okay, girl, what's next? <laughs> what? I'm already like, knowing. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go on vacation and then come back and regroup. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, plenty of moments like that. You know, and I and I tell you this too. Like, it's it's um. Well, I lost my train of thought. God damn. Anyway, go ahead. It's okay. It'll come back. (laughs) It'll come back. It's easier to build strong children than repair broken men. Come on, you know what I'm saying? I, I live by that. I live by that. I literally believe that it's it's easier for me to take my two year old daughter and instill and stuff in her now, right? That she can just have when she's twenty versus letting her just do whatever. You know what I'm saying? Then she turned twenty. Now I'm trying to teach her these things that I should have been teaching her, been showing her. You know what I mean? And the crazy part is that a lot of the kids that work for me, they don't necessarily come from bad backgrounds. They don't come from you know broken homes, single parent homes necessarily. Like a lot of them got both parents that work with me and work for me and all them type of things. But 
me, it was so important to get back to that village mindset. It was so important for me to get back to. I'm sorry, y'all. This thing keep on popping up. It was so important for me to get back to. Um, you know, just knowing that they got multiple people that got their back for them. You know what I mean? And, and showing them that that these are the proper ways to do things, and also showing them things that I wish I learned when I was a kid. You know, wishing, you know, again, going back to that, like stuff I wish that was instilled in me as a, as a super young boy that I didn't learn till I was, I'm 25, that I didn't learn till 24, 23. Stuff that now these kids know at 12, 13 years old. Why? Because they got somebody in their ear that kept for them, that's teaching them those things. And so I think that's what it is for me. I'd rather them, you know, heal from those scars and, and be able to address the things that they're dealing with and, and have the knowledge they need to have now. So by the time they, I age 25, 26, 27, they beast. Right. And, 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 you know, we, we can sit back and say, man, I was blessed enough to be a part of his journey or their journey or her journey. So, um, yeah, that's what I don't I don't want to I don't want to keep having to, you know, look up and see kids that I watched grow up that had so much potential. That was so special. That was so smart and, and say, damn, that kid was smart. But look at how you messed his life up now. I don't I don't want to look back and, 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 you know, have that guilt when I could be that difference maker for him now. And he can go out here and change the world for the better. So I think that's my biggest thing. That's so true. Yeah. I definitely stand on that as well. It's like, you know, we're all trying to be better people, you know. So why not, like you said, instill, you know, the certain dynamics into those. They're already looking up to us. So yeah. uh, that is so true that you're helping them. Really agree that it's just doing everything you can because sometimes we may not feel like oh well dang, I don't even know this you know the people or I only know five people in yeah. three months and feel like but some impact is better than none. Hundred percent. So like we're do, you're doing your due diligence community and you're you're putting your best foot forward. You know, no good goes undone when it's genuine. See, and that's and I feel like that's something to speak on within itself right there, Pete, what you just said, like, absolutely don't beat yourself up because you feel like you're not making big, big of an impact as you can. But this is another reason I kind of step back more so from the, uh, the the community initiatives where we pass out plates, we pass out backpacks. I kind of got away from those those um here and there type of initiatives, not only because I felt like. I was just putting a bandaid over the bigger social social issues at hand, such as homelessness, such as lack of youth mentorship and all that type of stuff, lack of resources. But I started to realize that I was crippling these people more than I was helping them. Because because I think about it like this. Every time August rolls around, think about how many flyers we see of people having a back to school event. We see 50 of those just in Little Rock. So imagine, I can't even imagine in Houston and Texas and wherever wherever you are, like, I can't even imagine how many of those events going on. But just imagine what would happen if we all came together and did just one big dope event. Right. Right? Like, we just came together and how much big of an impact we would make if we start thinking more long term, helping these individuals more than so than let's just fix today because yeah you can give them a meal today but they still hungry 364 other days yeah i can give them a backpack today but they now they after the nine weeks of what they're gonna need a new one but but if i can build a system where they can kind of be inserted into this and have the resources on a on a you know ongoing basis i think then truly we get into the real root of the problem and i think that's true impact that's true change but that's a whole nother conversation you know what i mean and i your Like, like you said, feeding, giving 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Hundred percent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hundred percent. See, and P, that was like a very controversial topic when I said that. You don't understand how many DMs and text messages I got behind that because people would because because if unless you just know me like you know me, P, people are gonna think that I'm attacking your brand. Like I'm saying, the work that y'all do is not good work. Why would I sit here and say that when I was just doing the same thing a year ago? You see what I'm saying? But what I really try to challenge everybody that has a platform, everybody that has a company, is that you need to figure out how your company can be a part of your community. Because think about it. Everybody's company is trying to sell something to the community, but how often are you trying to add value to your community? You, what you don't understand is that the more you actually take the time to say, okay, how can I use my company and my platform to impact them in a positive way, you're going to get the sales anyway. Right? Prime example, if you sell shoes, if you figure out how every pair of shoes you buy, I can give a pair away. You don't think you don't think you're gonna grow your customer base tremendously? You don't think your support system for your brand is gonna go up to tremendously? Not only because you got a dope product, but because you actually care about the people that you're selling to. It ain't just about making a dollar for you, right? But I don't I don't think people look at it like that. And that's a long term solution of what you're actually solving a problem for people. Because like you said, we have a dope event now. I can partner with you for this. You can do this part. You can do this part. And now we actually have solved something for the long term. And so, um, yeah, man, I just challenge more people to think about it. If you got a platform and a business or something that you do, whatever that is, whatever that product, I, I guarantee it's a way that you can use your your business model to become a give model. You can give back with that with that model. And so, um, yeah, I appreciate that. And I appreciate that till I'm, till I'm gone. Yes, yes. Now, even if they don't have a business, you know, leading into our next question, yeah. um, a lot of people have something to say. A lot of people have Absolutely. You know, gems that they are able to share with Absolutely. And everyone can learn from every single person, you know. So just anybody who, you know, may have thought about getting into mentorship, either with the youth or in the community in right. any type of way, but just, you know, how Instagram makes you feel sometimes <laughs> like, oh, shoot, I, I'm not doing all of that. Absolutely. You know, don't listen to me. Absolutely. Know? So just any advice that you can give to someone who just may have any type of interest in, yeah. you know, mentorship. Um. I will probably say, first of all, I got like a, I have a super dope, easy, um, um, guy that anybody can get. Man, all you got to do is text Z too, and I'll drop all that information later. We'll drop that afterwards, but you can text me directly the number in my bio, and you get a free guide on how to do that. But I'll take something from that guy. I will say, first of all, find find you a cause that you're passionate about. There are so many different causes. There's so many different things that you could be fighting in your society right now. Like, for instance, you guys, you you advocate. First of all, it used to be all about young ladies. Am I right? At first, it was all about young ladies. It was, that was you guys' platform. For me, it was all about young men. Right? It might be another lady that fights for uh, women that are abused and battered. It might be somebody else that fights homelessness. Like, there's so many issues that are going on in our world. So I would tell them first, find something you're passionate about that you want to fight, that you feel like isn't right. And a lot of times, what you end up fighting for as a social issue is going to be something that you've seen, experienced, and or felt, right? For me, like I talked about, I did youth mentorship because I didn't have that growing up. I, I did. I do homelessness because I was homeless. You guys are doing that because you want to be that positive role model for young ladies and now for men as well. Like, so find something you're passionate about because I feel like that's the most important aspect. Because if you go out here doing just what's popular, right? Like if you're only giving out backpacks because you want to have a lot of likes or you want to take pictures, you ain't gonna do it but one year. 
You ain't gonna do that but one year because you're gonna realize how hard it is to raise money for it and how, how difficult that is, and you're gonna be like, fuck this. You don't get none of that. You sweating, you sweating, shirt wrinkled and shit, shirt looking like this and shit. You be like, man, I'm ready to go home. This shit need to be over with. You know what I'm saying? Like you be, man, you don't even get a chance to really enjoy yourself how you want to because you really putting in the work. You know what I mean? But once you really sit back that night and you got that glass of wine, you like, man, that shit was dope. You know? And so, uh, yeah, that's what I would tell them. I would tell them just to find something they're passionate about, a cause that they really mean something to them in their community, uh, wherever they are, they, they originate from. Um, and then really put some structure around how, now that I know that this is the problem I want to solve, how am I going to do that? So, for instance, lack of youth mentorship. Okay, let me create a business where I can get them a job because they don't have any resources. Um, the girls don't have any positive role models. Let me create a curriculum where I can teach the girls X, Y, and Z every month, every year, whatever. And so I think, yeah, you... In a in a short in a short answer, that's what I would do. Find you a cause and say, how can I solve this problem for my community? How can I build a platform to to combat this issue and make my community at least a little bit better, right? And I think once you go from there, um, you'll start to see a change. Even like even even like P says, only one or two people. That's one or two less people that got to deal with that issue. Exactly. So, yeah. That's well, what. be honest and transparent i think um y'all can probably attest to this too i think sometimes doing the work we do we, we consider it to be what we consider to be influencers we consider to be positive positive role models for these individuals public figures that's what the word i'm looking for sometimes people still forget that we human though that we get tired like everybody else like that we go through things like everybody else like we have those times where i can't create for you right now i can't put it together an event together for you right now i can't help your little boy right now it's not that i don't want to is it that i'm i get tired too right and if i don't check my mental and take care of myself right now i can't be the best possible version for my community and so that's another thing i would say to anybody that want to be in this space in in this space in this type of work you got to remember you human too you make mistakes too and don't let people uh make you feel bad or or down you because you decide to take a day off or because you make a mistake in your personal life right like because I, I don't, don't get me wrong, I'm thankful and I love everybody that, that love me. And I'm thankful for anybody that supports, you know, the work that we're trying to do. And But you got to remember that. I think that's something that people, you know, don't even realize when they get into this space. You know what I mean? Is that the, That's the ugly part of it that people don't talk about. So, yeah, man, this this was dope, though. Yeah. Well, that is amazing. Like, you gave some great gems. Great gems. I'm scrolling through the comments and people are just saying, a quote that stood out in the comments was saying, when you said every company should add value to their community. Absolutely. Amazing takeaway. 100%. Um, you got somebody in here from London that said they support you all the way from London. Like, that is amazing. Chris, my guy. What up, baby? said, elevate others to reach the outer layer of their potential. Some people need the holding hand when it doesn't complete. Compromise ease it wants desires you are manifest. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So 
firms like your youth mentorship program, yeah. information if they wanted to become a mentor, you said you had a guide. So yeah. any of the information that they could participate in partnerships if anybody wanted to reach out to you program, um, we really building our text community right now. Um, you know, where where I, I send out you know weekly updates, weekly quotes, weekly motivational pieces, weekly stuff about what we're doing in the community. So I would text just text either the word Z or uh, N H, literally the letters N H two five zero one two six seven nine six four four, and I'll make sure. I, matter of fact, let me pin it real quick so people can just have it. But yeah, I think that's the easiest way to do it right now because you can get direct access to me. And um, yeah, and you can you know we can connect any type of way, guys. Personal questions, see how we can collab, all that good stuff. So yeah, that's probably the easiest way to go about it. You said what? I said what's next for you? You know, are you gonna be doing any more ebooks or? I know you said you have a speaking engagement coming up. Um, I actually have several speaking engagements coming up. Um, okay. I'm, I really want to I really want to get back to uh going on going on tour for speaking. I really miss that. You know, the pandemic slowed that up a whole lot um, because of that stuff going on. I really didn't want to do like virtual stuff because it wasn't about the money. So I didn't really want to do virtual. And so, um, yeah, hopefully I can get back to that space, speaking, speaking to the school, speaking to the community centers, that type of space. Um, and I'm working on a bigger project of just having my own entity, you know, because partnering with different, as you guys know, partnering with people is great, but it ain't yours. It ain't your building. It ain't your, it ain't your stuff. They can at any time change the rules on you and whatever. So um, I'm working on something like that too. So I can't say too much, but yeah, speaking to her, speaking to her and I, and my own ownership over something, put it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Man, where does the time go? Are we already at the end of another episode of Z Speaks? Well, I just wanted to let you know how much I appreciate you, man, for making it to the end of another episode with us. Um, and I hope this one really brought some value to you. It brightened up your day. Um, it talked a little bit more about business or um, whatever the case that this, this topic was discussing, man. I hope it helped. Um, please feel free to leave us a review. Um, let us know how we did. Uh, be sure to subscribe to us on all platforms, um, YouTube included. Um, and, and, and make sure you're following me, Will Z Titwell, on all social media platforms from TikTok to Instagram to Twitter and all in between. And I'm here for you guys. And um, we're just getting started. And oh, as you guys may have known, we did create a community number. So now you can text me directly as well and ask questions and leave reviews. And um, let's just talk, chop it up, man. Let's do it. So feel free to text me at 501. 501- Two six seven nine six four four five zero one two six seven nine six four four. All right, man. I appreciate y'all. Until next time, love. Hey, what's going on, guys? I got a quick question for you. Would you like me, Will Z, to well to personally come and speak at your next event, or be a guest in your podcast, or come speak to your youth at your youth program, or be a part of your panel discussion? Well, guess what? We're finally taking bookings again um, to do public speaking engagements, man. So please feel free to click the link below in the description box of our podcast, right? Or go to my go to my actual bio at WillZ21 on Instagram, and you'll actually see a link where you can book Z to come speak at your next event. Or even go to my website at speakupz.com. The, end, the options are endless. So put your inquiry in, and someone from our team will be out reaching out to you within 24 hours, and we'll get back to you, man, and we'll see what we can set up, okay? 
man, I look forward to it. Man, thank you guys so much for the support. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And again, man, just stay tuned. So many special things coming. I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. Peace.